0: Tabletop Tim here. Still alone at probably Bad Towers. I hope Dean Daniel comes back soon. Anyway, thanks to our patrons, Scribbles, Carlo, and our new friend Beyond the Realm. Hello, welcome to Probably Bad Podcast, a podcast which is definitely bad. I'm still Pencil.
1: And I remain paper, and we're doing a cartoon episode, episode, um, one episode early (laughs) episode. Um, because the next one is a hundred and we have a thing planned. So we watched Search for the Dungeon Master. In search of the Dungeon Master? I've already forgotten the episode name.
0: There was a Dungeon Master and they were searching.
1: Yes, in in search of the Dungeon Master. The Dungeon Master was kidnapped?
0: Like, I was kidnapped by the best dressed villain I've ever seen, who had a full plate helmet.
1: Purple full plate helmet.
0: Purple full plate helmet. Vest like barely covered chest.
1: it wasn't a proper vest though. He had like a pauldron and then some straps with some metal covering his nipples.
0: Yeah, um full like armor on one leg and a kind of sandal thing on the other. And then two
1: and then big furry boots.
0: Like every limb every one of his limbs was dressed differently and mm. I I I just supp- I was really trying to beat up the dungeon master which you know the guy's a brick we love the war duke. He, he, is, he is my uh, new Blobo.
1: So yeah, so we open on the Dungeon Master, riding a snail through a forest. And then we see the, the adventurers, and they've been told they're looking for a forest with no trees. Or have they?
0: Like it's enough of the dungeon master gives you a weird, pointless riddle rather than just telling you things. Um, the trees are no trees, as in they're trees that know everything, um, including
1: the winner of the nineteen eighty-one World Series.
0: I like to think specifically the winner of the nineteen fifty-one World Series, uh, and it was just good luck that was the question they were asked.
1: But they do but know yeah. the one in the D D world and in the human world.
0: Yeah, the D D world also has a world series. Uh the Elves One, in case you were wondering. Yeah, um, apparently
1: the D D world world series is between races. I'm not I'm not sure about the implications of this.
0: But yeah. Also the no trees don't do anything, like, for the plot. Like, they don't contribute anything to the episode. They don't they just show up, tell you who won the 1981 World Series, and then turn back into a tree.
1: Well, they do spook Eric, which is very good.
0: Yeah, also Eric, who, who, remind you, was going to the theme park, is carrying around a cool one and a half grand in $100 notes in his pockets.
1: Yeah. Like, there's... <sighs> I mean, th- this is a bit later on. So we'll get to it, but just know that Eric is carrying a wad of cash and has been this entire time.
0: Eric is loaded.
1: But yeah, the Dungeon Master somehow manages to get kidnapped by bullywogs, maybe? Some sort of frog guys? I don't, I don't know enough about AD&D monsters, but presumably they're Bullywugs or Grung.
0: They're, they're frog people.
1: They're frog people.
0: Or freeple.
1: He's kidnapped by five people. Um, not entirely sure why he doesn't just magic his way out of this situation. But then Warduke freezes him in ice, glass, crystal, unclear.
0: Yeah, his one weakness is being put in a freezer. Like,
1: and takes him up to a cave. Is that what Eric tries to bribe? Shows up. Is yeah, that that's
0: when. Next... Er- yeah, the
1: next Eric's... person that shows up. I'm going to pay them to get us out of here.
0: And luckily, I have one and a half grand just in my pockets.
1: Although probably closer to 900 after we see Uni eat a couple of the notes.
0: Uni is fucking praxis. Um, <laughs> uni is not tolerating this wealth disparity.
1: But they, they somehow have to commun- communicate with the ferry despite the only English words. The fairy uses being dungeon master and close, and the rest of the time it just goes nee 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 nee.
0: Yeah, like the like the link fairy, and so yeah, this is now an episode full of intensely annoying people. Yeah. Uh, so so Eric Other Lee, than the
1: War Duke, who we stand.
0: <laughs> and I guess I have to appreciate Uni's uh, political views.
1: Yeah. But yeah, Eric fucks off and says he's going to go try and find an army or something, while the rest of them also get kidnapped.
0: Like, because like, Eric is framed as being in the wrong, but, like, he absolutely does... Firstly, he doesn't get kidnapped by Orcs. And secondly, like, the fact he wandered off on his own does save today. So, Eric... Also, you know, Eric, like... Plus,
1: he's going to go find the grown-up, which is absolutely what you should do in this situation.
0: <laughs> he also keeps advocating we just leave um, the Dungeon Master to his fate, which, you know...
1: He's the one yeah. that brought them here in the first place yeah. and keeps fucking like, you know, with them instead of helping. Like,
0: Eric Eric did nothing wrong, except maybe walk around with one and a half grams to buy candy floss.
1: Yeah, just the image of walking up to a candy floss store. This is the 80s, so it's probably, what, well, like 15 cents. Mm. And it's being like, do you have change for $100? And the guy's just like, no. No, I don't. And that's how he stays rich because then the others have to pay. I've, I've okay. figured out his game.
0: Yeah, luckily, as we said, Udi the Unicorn is helping with this. Yeah. You need a communist unicorn.
1: New children's book out this spring. But yeah, they, they get put in the slave mine where presumably slaves are extracted from the bedrock.
0: Mm. Like, as well as mines where they dig up. well they're just digging for the sake of digging
1: yeah like rock is moved around but there isn't any indication of like ore or gemstones or anything they're just kind of breaking rocks which which apparently according to the ranger whose name i've forgotten is worse than gym class
0: yeah they are mildly upset at being enslaved (laughs) Because if you find out, like in the final, like you find out where they're digging to, and where they're digging to is just going into their own prison. They're just digging through the walls of their own prison. Yeah, I don't,
1: I... I don't think they are. I think it's just part of the mind complex. Because mm. there's just a very small hole, and then Bobby smashes it with his big magic stick.
0: Still, yeah, my point is, this it's mine. It's not a good mine. No, this is this is my primary issue with this mine. <laughs>
1: It's not. It's not the use of forced labour. So
0: before I, tw- no, I I like can... before I get cancelled on Twitter.com...
1: dot I like Twumblr.
0: Before I get cancelled on Twumblr, the Twitter Tumblr that is now forming around us.
1: <laughs> but yeah, we we discover that the War Duke in his all his glory is planning to sell the Dungeon Master to Venger, mm. which Venger seems to think is a bold move. We, I guess because he could just take him, mm. but also he does show up and, and is, like, willing to negotiate.
0: Yeah, Fenja just... Like, Fenja also seems, like, weirdly opposed to capitalism.
1: See, I thought that was less an anti-capitalist thing and more an anti-him-not-having-what-he-wants thing, but I, I'm interested to know where your head's at.
0: Yeah, you know, he's, like... I mean, like, he's anti-capitalist in the sense of, like, I don't like the idea that I have to pay for things.
1: I'm not anti capitalist, like explicitly. I think he's just a dick.
0: <laughs> he's looped into assholeness enough that, like, it's become praxis.
1: Like the opposite of horseshoe theory. Yeah. What's the opposite cow... of horseshoe?
0: A cow about... hat. <laughs> cow hat theory.
1: Cow hat theory. I love um... that.
0: I refuse to elaborate on horses being the opposite of cows. Um,
1: no, I can see it. I can see it.
0: <laughs> where were we? Oh, yeah.
1: I mean, I was going for bell. so...
0: Eric is wandering through the will, Like, Eric is just... He's just wandering through a swamp. Absolutely nothing bad really happens to him. He just wanders yeah, he, through a swamp.
1: Like, there's a big purple tentacle that does not get him, and then he meets a zombie and just... The zombie pretty much leaves him alone. He just yeah, like like, he... runs away a bit, and the zombie's just like,
0: ah. Like, he sort of meets the zombie, and he panics, but the zombie is just kind of going for a walk. It doesn't seem to be particularly, like, aggressive. It's just, just a guy. I... Hey, you're in a swamp, too. Are you also <laughs> undead? Let's be friends. It must be really sad for this poor zombie. He's like, oh, a friend, and then they run away screaming, and he's just like, oh... Guess I'm back to wandering through the swamp on my own.
1: In the mines, we learned that dwarves talk like Yoda.
0: Um, like, so they escape the mines and I don't... The plan is to have Uni the Unicorn jump around on the table in front of the orcs to distract them so they can steal their weapons back, which really hammers home how disposable they think Uni is.
1: Yeah, like Sheila go Sheila, which is the name of the thief. We've le- we learned. We're slowly this.
0: learning these characters' names.
1: We, we we only have two that I don't know the names of now, and I refuse to look them up. I'm waiting for it to happen organically. But yeah, she she uses her one skill, which is going invisible, and then going to an, a different location to take the steal their weapons back, which are just on the dinner table. That the orcs are using while Uni is prancing around in mashed potato.
0: The orcs are bad miners uh, Like, they're bad at uh, most things.
1: They're, they're bad guards. They're good at kidnapping children. Mm. I mean, that's
0: not hard. Anyway, <laughs> I need to stop saying things that will get me canceled speaking on speaking from experience. T- on <laughs> uh, Anyway, I've not been kidnapping children. Um...
1: And, yeah, Bobby smashes a wall which turns out to lead it directly to where the Dungeon Master is being stored right as the the flashing red light that has been indicating the Dungeon Master is still alive stops being a flashing red light.
0: So it's, it's just
1: like, like, there was a genuine moment where I was like, oh, how are they going to revive the Dungeon Master?
0: Sadly, the Dungeon Master doesn't die. Um, regrettably.
1: Yeah, like the ranger guy shoots the sword out of the war duke's hand and it just smashes whatever the dungeon master's trapped in and he's fine actually Hmm. so like the life force indicator is just broken I guess
0: You know, it's it's malfunctioning. It's not been updated lately. Also, he stops Fengar by reversing the polarity of his evil magic so it's good magic, and I love that that's canonically how D&D alignments work in this yeah,
1: setting. he literally catches <laughs> it, flips it over so it changes colour, and then shoots it back at Venger, and then it, like, engulfs him in flame while he does dramatic poses.
0: I, I just love, you could, like... Make evil things good by literally picking them up and turning them the other way up.
1: So stupid, but I love it.
0: Evil evil, evil people can't do handstands because if they do they will become good. Uh reverse the polarity of the Centron flow and now it's all good good atoms.
1: Is it's is just... a Centron just like an evil neutron?
0: Yeah, a Centron is a neutron who thinks bad things.
1: What what is the opposite of a Sintron?
0: Like Virtutron doesn't sound as good.
1: <laughs> Virtutron sounds like a robot in a Christian cartoon.
0: Yeah, Virtutron is it's um, in
1: Transformers.
0: Yeah, is what happens if you turn Megatron upside down. Um, it's just like it's a really stupid rave you, but I do I do really like it. Of just yeah that that I don't know what to tell you that's how morality works.
1: Weirdly, it reminds me of when when I was an undergrad. There was this thing about how, like, magnetics-based geophysics scans work. Mm. And it was something like, you change the alignment of the particles when you're digging, and all I could think of is like, okay, so you can turn evil dirt good by smashing it with a shovel. And I feel like that is probably true in this setting.
0: Yeah, like... I just, I don't, I love the idea of alignment being like your literal physical alignment. Like, if you're facing left, you're morally good, and if you're facing right, you're morally evil.
1: Rubik's cubes are a powerful tool of corruption in this world.
0: <laughs> Paladin, who can only go in a straight line because if they change orientation, they fall.
1: <laughs> it's like they're walking an in invisible tightrope of morality.
0: Yeah. Like a literal moral type rope.
1: And now I'm thinking about the radio show The Moral Maze. Every time you turn a corner, your morals change.
0: The trolley problem, but unfortunately, the lever's to your left, so you can't, like, turn to grab it. Um...
1: (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, then Dungeon Master just fucking summons lava from five volcanoes to destroy the mine. Not rescuing the other, like, the, all the enslaved dwarves first, obviously. But mm. also, it's like, if you can do that, why can't you fight off five Bollywooks? Like, he's sort of...
0: It's just weird with the Dungeon Master of, like, he's like, Oh, I've been defeated, he's like, Oh yeah, I've got, I'm God. And just blows up a... Oh, she used his magic powers to push, um, what the fuck was his name again?
1: He didn't push Eric, you only pushed Eric.
0: Oh, I thought he pushed Eric.
1: No, you need like headbutted him.
0: Anyway, I think there's just been so much Eric bullying, it's all blurred <laughs> together.
1: But the point is, one of them—I think it might be Bobby—but one of them asks the Dungeon Master, "Is like, why didn't you just rescue yourself?" And Eric's like, "Oh, send us home," which valid criticism, frankly. Yeah. And the Dungeon Master's like, "It's not about your ability; it's about who you are." And it's like. Oh, so you're just a dick, is what you're telling these children? Like,
0: yeah, again, like it's just every So he's like, yeah, oh yeah, I can reshape reality. Um, get fucked. I
1: just, I just. just... We have talked before about how, because of like, the morality, like morality sensors that applied to Mm. these kinds of children's cartoons. Eric is essentially the designated complainer who is there to moan and then be proved wrong. Except he's 100% right about the Dungeon Master. Yeah, like... like the the Dungeon is... Master is, is actively choosing to keep them here. Yeah, like, Eric
0: was right about basically everything in this episode. Like,
1: Yeah, like, even his, like, wandering through the swamp, he ends up falling through a hole and smashing into the Warduke.
0: Yeah, like, if he had stayed with the party, they would all have been enslaved which is slightly worse than gym class we're informed
1: or possibly just killed by venger
0: hmm like now that he's been like you know brought down to the common folk due to uni eating all his money um he's you know eric did nothing wrong
1: genuinely yeah this episode eric was right the entire time and saves the day justice for eric
0: yeah. Like, it still frames him being wrong. It's like, no, like, literally everything Eric has done has improved the situation or raised a genuine point. You know. He does try to, like, bribe the fairy, but, you know.
1: I mean, he's trying to bribe the fairy to help them get home, though, which, yeah, again, if you have $1,100 and you think someone might be able to help you get back to your dimension... You give them that eleven hundred dollars.
0: Yeah, to be fair, it is the most proactive anyone's been in terms of getting home.
1: Including the DM.
0: Yeah, like like he does seem like the only person who's like, hey, maybe I don't want to be trapped in a weird fancy dimension where a Warlock's hunting me down for the rest of my life.
1: Yeah, the rest of them are just like, oh, if we keep doing what the dungeon master wants, maybe he will let us go home. Like they've got like Stockholm syndrome.
0: He's just Yeah, like I'm just getting... I'm just very pro-Eric, and also uh, very uh, pro-Warchief. Like, I like to think the Warchief... The
1: Dungeon Master is a bad person. Yeah, I
0: like to think the Warchief is, like, another teenager who was dragged into the D&D fantasy world.
1: The only survivor of the previous batch.
0: Yeah, and, like, you know, he's been here for 20 years now. And he's like, I will have my revenge on the Dungeon Master. Like I'm really sure Aldous' backstory isn't canon, but I'm going with it.
1: Prove it isn't. Yeah, I I can picture War Duke as like Robin Williams in Jumanji if he had a knife. It's like I'm going to kill the creator of Jumanji.
0: I also I I do I do want the um version where Eric comes back with a gun.
1: Yeah, like, because he says he's going to go find an army or something.
0: Yeah, he's going to go find the marines. Which, you know, bootlicker, but oh so. Maybe
1: it's the fantasy marines who are all, like, helpful paladins.
0: Maybe, but like like I said, again, he is the only one who's being in any way proactive.
1: Yeah. Sometimes the designated complainer is right.
0: (laughs) Yeah, like, especially if you're working for... Asshole wizard gods who refuses to tell you anything. Um. In yeah, conclusion,
1: an... Uni was right to eat the money, but wrong to push Eric in the water.
0: Mm. Uh, what I like to think it is, is that because Uni was like, rotated between them, Uni is evil now.
1: Ah, that makes sense.
0: i I just really love yeah you just invert the flow of the morality and now it's good
1: i'm i'm just thinking about how you could apply this to like 5e Mm. like if if the monk catches a projectile that does fire damage can they flip it before throwing it back so it does cold damage
0: Oh no, my food is too cold. I turn it upside down and it's warm again. It is on the floor. It's now
1: too hot, but, you know, just give it a few minutes.
0: Just me rapidly, like, juggling my plate so that it reaches a reasonable temperature.
1: (laughs) That would probably cool it down. Um... So yeah, come come back in a couple of weeks for an episode with special guest Jenna Steva. That's pretty cool, I think. Mm. Um, and in the meantime, you can support us at patreon.com slash Ideas, and get access to a Discord server, bonus episodes, homebrew, games, general vibes. We will send you good vibes if you give us at least a pound
0: if you send us a pound you will probably have a good day at least one point in your life yeah
1: um but until then remember to have have a probably bad bad day day. (laughs)